welcome, welcome to this very fancy, very special. Oh my God, I seriously can't even believe this is happening. Like, how did we get here? 100th episode. Oh my God. Seriously, of the Ready Yet podcast. I still, you know, as I've said to you several times in the last like six months, as all the stuff that we've been doing has really been coming to fruition the last several months. I, you know, a lot of this and this included feels like that talking head song. How did I get here? (laughs) How how did we get here? So seriously, though, let's share with people. And I don't know that we've told this story before. You know, a little bit of background about you and me. We work together in corporate. So you're used to me more than most people like it's been over 20 years that you've watched me do all sorts of things so you're not terribly surprised um but I remember it was summer of 2020 right yep and hey (laughs) so I have this idea and that really it really came up because of the pandemic when all my speaking gigs got canceled and they weren't all yet back on and we hadn't figured out completely how to do virtual speaking, which is now no big deal because it's totally a thing. But it was like, all right, how do we grow our audience? And so I was like, oh, I could guest on podcasts. And then I was me and my delusions of grandeur. Why don't we just have a podcast? Yeah. I almost appreciated it more because the the task at first was, hey, let's find podcasts to get booked on. And that it that alone is so overwhelming because there's so many out there. And, you know, some kind of aligned with you, but mm, not a lot. Um, and so when you kind of switch gears and we're like, hey, I'm just going to start one. I was like, yes, <laughs> this, awesome. this might God only knows how, but this might actually be easier. Yeah. And right. So the first thing we did was I watched some webinars on having a podcast and everything was talking about the technology and what not everybody might realize is I have infinite patience for dog rescue. I have infinite patience for wildlife rescue and animals that don't cooperate. I have infinite patience for human beings who are scared and trying things anyway and having a hard time and not know what to do, have zero patience for technology that I don't know how to use. <laughs> Less than zero. <laughs> Less than zero. And this is not new. I will fully claim this is not an age-related problem for me because I I never learned how to record on a VCR. I never learned how to set a timer on a DVR. I'm like this is not a new problem for me. Okay, <laughs> just saying, just saying. Um, but we're like one of the things that I think you and I do really, really well together. That's helped immensely. Is well, we can figure this out. Totally. Yeah. I, I like I had zero experience with podcasts or recording or doing anything, editing sound files. I, I still don't really know what I'm doing, but you know, we're figuring it out. And- figuring, well, and the thing that I do know how to do is talk to people. Yeah. So we had that covered. <laughs> we knew Aaron could talk to people. And after freaking out over the technology, I think what I really appreciated is you called your brother. You called your brother. (laughs) (laughs) Big brother. In for the rescue. We called your big brother who has a podcast in the weirdest niche. What it's like. They talk about uh, 
kind of nerd culture and rum drinking. I mean, it's super. <laughs> it's a little yeah. niche. It's a but little niche. They have a they have a blast, and he knows what he's doing. So he was. But a perfect he's resource. also like his job. He's a mechanical engineer. Like, what is his crazy ass job? Yeah, he's a, an architectural engineer. So he's like a smart person who knows how to figure things out. Yeah. Yeah. And he spent some time with you and I on Zoom. Yeah. And interestingly enough, he's the one who said, don't make it hard. Yes. Don't make it hard. And so we stopped making it hard. And I absolutely love the fact that we've done now 100 episodes of a podcast recording on Zoom. I currently today forgot to plug in my microphone and I don't even have my ring light on. So yay me. Like, <laughs> don't make it hard. Make it interesting, but not hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're rounding the quarter to 5,000 downloads and, you know, tons of views, great feedback. And, you know, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, figuring it out as we go. And it doesn't have to be top notch, you know, studio quality you know, you just got to dive in and do it and just got to dive in and do it. And that like, and so one of the things, the, the theory behind the podcast, the whole premise of it is you'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. Stories with, from entrepreneurs about what did they learn about who they had to be in order to get where they are. And when you talk about, we figure it out, I think one of the things that we do well together is that we're brave about our undertaking, right? And you can't be brave about what you'll try to do if you're scared of failure. Right. We kind of just assume failure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I think it's a, a reason that you and I get along so well and work well together is that we're kind of like, well, if it fails, it fails. Let's try it. Let's see what we can read. I mean, let's try it. There's no way that everything's going to be a hundred percent. There's just no way it's not statistically possible. So if a quarter of what you try works, all right. Okay. (laughs) And that's what we're working with. So it just means we got to try more things, but that fearless brave, you know, when we look back at like, okay, so what have we learned through a hundred episodes and what's got, you know, we've done some training ones, but what's got to be a good 85, 90 interviews. What have we learned are the traits that help you become the person it takes to do the thing. Right. And that fearless, brave, don't be afraid to fail. I'll go a step further. Embrace the failure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Learn from it. You know, as you always say, it's feedback. It's not failure. And I couldn't, I say that to so many people because, you know, whether they're new to being a business owner or just something non-business related, you know, they let any sort of failure kind of knock them down. I'm like, don't learn from it. Well, and honestly, I think for me, where some of that came from is the corporate job that we had together because my mentor, Tom Senior, who, you know, his whole thing was, well, let's try it. You didn't get hit over the head for making a mistake. Right. And you have to have an environment. I still laugh um, within the first few weeks of you joining me. 
And I forgot what was, it was something that got messed up on the calendar. And at one point you're like, am I even helping you at this point? Like, am I providing any value whatsoever? (laughs) Why am I here? (laughs) And it wasn't a, it wasn't coming from a place of fear. Aaron's going to be mad at me. There was none of that. It was like, yeah, I, I'm doing this all wrong. Is it even helping you at this point? I mean, isn't that a weekly conversation between the two of us where we're like, oh man, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Sorry. You do that right. That was, <laughs> that's not how that works. Great. <laughs> and the more you can realize you're not going to die, the more you can realize what's the worst that can happen. Well, the worst that can happen is nobody buys the thing when we have that launch. Well, we've had that happen. The worst that could happen is nobody wants to listen to our webinar. We've totally had that happen. (laughs) And yeah, you learn so much from it. You make it better the next time. So that brave, fearless piece is so important. Otherwise you're paralyzed. Yes. And I, I I think that's a huge trend with most of the people that you interview. It's, you know, they, they run up to this oh my God, what is going to happen situation? And you got to just power through it and you just keep going. Yeah. Usually works well, out. And so you said the perfect thing. Cause I think the next trait that we've discovered is the persistence about it. Yeah. So That's not just brave, but brave over and over and over. And over yeah, again. absolutely. The persistence. Can I, you keep trying even when it doesn't work? Yeah, exactly. And you know, you, you learn from what doesn't work and you, you keep going. And maybe the second thing doesn't work. Guess what? You're going to learn something else, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which truthfully then becomes the third thing we've learned. Resilient. Resilient. You, you know, if you're, it all goes together because the things don't work. The things are scary. And are you resilient enough? for that to happen and not knock you down. And I think resilience is something you build up. Like the stuff that might used to knock me down for a month, then a week, then a, well, hell that didn't work. Now what, right? You you get better at the resilience. Absolutely. Yep. You get better and better at the resilience. So what else would you say? The open coachable piece. What do they say? The two most dangerous words in the English language are, I know. Yeah. Open and coachable. Open and coachable. There's a big difference between open and coachable and subjecting yourself to trying to please everybody. Right. Those are, you can't react to every comment you get. You have to have your boundaries and trust yourself. But at the same time, are you open and coachable to learning something new, doing it a better way, or I'll go on, not just from a tactical side, but one of the things I know that has worked really well for me and how far I've been able to come in the last couple of years is embracing this idea that success is tied to how much truth you can hear about yourself without running away. Yeah, for sure. Cause that's horrifying. <laughs> And I, I think that's, I think that's something, uh, you know, anyone who's had any bit of coaching, you kind of get hit, hit over the head with that a little bit where you're like, ah, 
this is this is this is why I do the things I do and why what happens keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, over and oh yeah, when you're going to be persistent, that's not the place to be persistent, <laughs> right? right? Yes. Learn the lesson, change the pattern, but don't be persistent with the problem, right? But that open to being coachable, open to accepting that maybe you don't know everything, that your way is not perfect, but open to learning something about yourself you might not like or be sad about, even if it's not something you like, don't you dislike, but something you might be sad about in your past and realizing that if you can't face it, it will continue to just knock you down. And look, one of the things that comes up with all of this, and, and I don't, I'm trying to think, I don't think there's been an exception to it. In every interview that I've asked, and I haven't asked it in any every interview, but I've asked it in most interviews. But every single time I've asked somebody, tell me what hasn't worked. How can we help people's learning curves, shorten their learning curve by giving them an example of a failure, by giving an example of what didn't work? Every single one of them laughs mm-hmm. and says, oh my God, it's too much to eat. Like, which one? Yeah. They Nobody laugh. gets upset, right? They're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that question, but it's such an important one. It really is. Well, and then they don't take themselves too seriously when they reflect on all of their failures. Yeah. Right? They don't, nobody gets offended. Nobody shies away from it. They're actually more excited to talk about that than anything. Oh, let me tell you about this one time. Right. Yeah. And so that mixture of a sense of humor about yourself, you know, that fine line between taking what you're doing for others seriously, but not taking yourself too seriously, that all ties in there. I think it helps a lot of people who might be in the midst of the really hard time to hear other people talking about their really hard times and how you know, looking at it in the rear view mirror, hey, it really wasn't that bad, you know, well, and, and I learned all this from it. And I learned all this from it. And so two things about that. Number one, that's one of the things that I think we have learned to try to do on purpose. What can we learn? Like with, okay, what can we approach? What failure can we apo- approach with gratitude over what we've learned instead of getting upset by it? And that takes practice. But the other thing about the failures You know, there's the gurus out there. There's the success gurus out there. And what happens, though, is they're so far ahead of the rest of us, the Gary V's, the Tony Robbins, they're so far ahead of the rest of us that you start to feel like you can't relate to them. So their story might be inspiring, but not necessarily motivating. Or attainable. Yeah. And you think, well, I can't do that thing. I'm not Gary V. It won't work for me. He's him. I'm me. So there's this big old gap, this big old separation. And one of the reasons I love sharing the the failures so much is that the people that I talk to, it's kind of more like to a fourth grader, a fifth grader is really cool, right? It's closer. (laughs) The gap is closer. Yeah. So you might feel more relatable. It might feel like a more relatable story for sure so what else like what are your some of your favorite situations from 
the interviews? That's tough. I mean, as someone who has listened to um, all every every single episode, several times. Yeah, multiple times. No, I mean, I just love the um, the willingness to share the good and the bad and just, you know, kind of the dirty of being an entrepreneur. And hey, sometimes, especially solopreneurs out there, they feel really alone, like no one's ever done this before. You're you're blazing your own trail, which might be the, the case, but someone has done something similar and and there's always other people out there who can help you, you know, if you're, if you're feeling like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I think one of the things the interviews and doing all these episodes have done for me. So when I left corporate and I had carrying transitions, the first small business I owned, I thought it was going to be really, really hard to hire employees because it was a part-time job and it didn't have a set schedule. And I didn't realize because it wasn't my world. I come out of corporate. I didn't realize that there is this whole economy of people who prefer to work part-time and really don't care if it's a set schedule. They like having two or three jobs that they can mix and match, and it keeps life interesting for them. And the next version of that for me has been doing the podcast, because while I do network, it's a different situation than when I'm interviewing people. And I think it's just been amazing, again, ha- not having a background in it, have, coming out of Chicago public schools and then corporate, that there's so, this is not, entrepreneurship is not a small number of people, right? There are so many people yeah. with so many stories and that when you're in corporate, you think that's how the world works. And I think there might be more small business owners and entrepreneurs than there are big corporations. Now that we're in that world, yeah. (laughs) Right? Now that we're in that world, I see it everywhere. For sure. And that was really cool to realize, wow, it's not what we think our view of the world is, is only because of what we're surrounded by. And if you change your surroundings, your entire view of the world changes. Totally. And which leads me to like that last trait that I really appreciate is how many inspired, passionate people are out there. Like so, so, so many. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of the people that you interview, you know, right off the bat, you're like, tell us who you are and what you do. So many people that you've interviewed they tell what they do for a living. And I'm like, that's a thing. Like I had I know, no it's idea. So cool. Right. And, but they're like so invested and so into it. And then I'm like, God, how have I not heard about this? And it's so it's so interesting. And the passion they have for it, it, it just blows and my if, mind. Yeah. And it's like if you and it's interesting having not had a job for a long time and at this point in my life feeling I am now completely unemployable. Um, I couldn't handle it. There'd be no way. And I was like really good at my job. I had a great corporate career, right? And I would lose my mind in that environment at this point. But if you watch, if you look at social media, if you go on BuzzFeed, if you look at Reddit, it's even on Facebook, there's all these horrible boss threads. There's all, all these horrible employee stories. And nothing could be further from my world. Right. 
Yeah. Nothing could be further from my world. I there's working for the weekend, hump day, Wednesday, hate Mondays, and nothing could be further from my world. Not, not just me, but any of the people I've interviewed and any of the people I network with. And it doesn't mean every day is easy. And it doesn't mean any of it's easy. But none of them hate what they do. Right. Yeah. And they're choosing to do what they do because they have an interest in what it is that they do and how they can help people doing it. And it's the, you know, I talk about what I do in, you know, in Conquer Your Business, the thing that I focus on is helping entrepreneurs and small business owners get the financial and emotional freedom that they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. And thinking about all these people who just have zero affect from hating my job, being treated poorly, you know, the money's great, but the emotional freedom that comes with knowing that you're in charge of you is just, that's it. I mean, absolutely. That is it. And yeah, I mean, I think for me, that's been my favorite part for the people I talk to. That's what I'm most impressed by with everybody. And like you said, what everybody is just creating, not because of what they're supposed to do, but because of what they want to do, what they're inspired to do, what they're able to do. It's that passion project. It comes from the heart and, you know, you are all in. You know, whatever, in. even if it's that tiny little weird niche job that no one's ever heard of, you are all in and somebody wants to work with you. And you know, somebody needs you. Know, somebody <laughs> is waiting for your message. And so one of my mentors, and I absolutely love this. I absolutely love this. One of my mentors, someone I highly, highly, highly respect and love dearly, talks about passion is not, you should not be running your business with passion, but you know, it's it's an uncontrolled emotion. Passion, the definition of passion is an uncontrolled emotion. And I absolutely agree. You should not be making business decisions with uncontrolled emotion. (laughs) But if there is not a spark of passion behind what you're doing, you're not going to be able to do the things we talked about. If there's not that spark of inspired passion laying under underneath everything, you're not going to be brave. You're not going to be fearless. You're not going to be persistent. You're not going to be resilient without that piece. Yeah. If you don't have that spark, then when the really hard times hit, you might just be like, well, bye. Done. Get me out of here. Absolutely. So I want to officially, 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 and massively publicly thank you for being the support behind my harebrained schemes, because <laughs> we know there'd be no way this stuff would actually happen on a regular basis with consistent delivery. <laughs> oh, Without awesome. what you're adding, like the willingness to figure it out is key. And so, seriously, thank you for the role. Because not everybody does. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't think people realize. I just don't <laughs> imagine, right? Your personality is very organized, right? 
methodical, responsible. And here's me going, hey, let's do this big giant project with a thing we don't know how to do that has to be delivered on a regularly timed schedule. (laughs) And let's launch it with seven episodes all at once so we look like we have something to say. Oh, and you know what else? Let's do two a week until we build up a a library. (laughs) That's two a week, man. That was, whew, that's a lot. I'm glad we're we're back to one. I'm very happy when that ends. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that willingness. And I think that's, yes, you work in my company, but you you have your own businesses as well. You have the entrepreneurial side to you. That willingness to, the bottom line is just say yes, right? Yeah. The bottom line is say yes with the confidence and trust in yourself that, we are grown ass people and things are figure out of all. Yeah. Some things more than others are figure out of all. Some things are figure out of all and still don't work, but hey, <laughs> right. And that's where the magic happens, right? For sure. That's well, when you find yourself having a hundred episodes and almost 5,000 downloads and the people that we've gotten to meet through the process. That's where it all happens. Well, and if we're giving thank yous, thank you for being such a badass. I mean, I obviously love working with you. And, you know, if you were doing a podcast on like how to plant a garden, I probably, you know, I would have peaced out a long time ago, but you know, the, the content is awesome. You interview amazing people and I get something out of every week. I was going to say, I think you get to live your, your more cautious approach to life grounds me and you get to live a little vicariously through yeah. the crazy random, like <laughs> it's a good yeah we're a good balance for each other <laughs> awesome 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 so thank you to everyone who has listened who has joined me for an episode who has left us feedback who has shared our podcast who has taught us how to do a thing so that <laughs> we can have the podcast right. um Seriously. I mean, it's just been, I can't even, I don't even understand how we got here. Like I seriously don't even understand how I got here, but I am unbelievably grateful for it. And I'm unbelievably excited about it. And I know what we have coming and I know stay tuned that it's just, it's so much freaking fun. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 